On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about how the XFL is coming back to Orlando. Maybe. The Pro Bowl is in Orlando. And all the hot events to take your honey to this weekend. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. What a bus. <laughs> this is Brandon O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. Brandon, I missed you so much. <laughs> I missed you so much. I thought you and Jim Hobart did a great job last Really? Episode. Then why'd you fact-check me so much? <laughs> <laughs> it's something I've been meaning to do, and I wasn't going to do it. And then when you were like, Brandon does the fact-checking. Did I, I say thought, that? I'm going to do it. I want to fact check that I did that I said that. <laughs> it's a, funny. There's it's a funny. time mark in that. Oh, I saw in my right where I said. Yeah. Oh, I should I should mention this was all on your website. All on my here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about the ha- top headlines of the previous week, things that are happening in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, from Winter Park to the north, downtown south. What is that? Curry Ford, Michigan, yeah. Washington to the south. Paramore College Park to the west All and Baldwin Park to the east. It's funny. I say things sometimes and uh-huh. I totally forget that I said it. Case in point, I was the next day after our show on Saturday, I got a text from Ana Escamonte and she's like, you should write my jingle. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you offered to write that. a jingle? No, I did. I you off- did. So I had to actually go back and listen. And I was like, oh, did I really say that? You did. I just get in the moment. Now I have, you have to do it. And I forget. And it's great. I, I thought it was a great. I'm going to start doing an, an alternative fact check All right. at the end of every one of our episodes. Like and we'll just list things out because sometimes we don't know when it's, we're on it's air. Fair. It's a fair point. I mean, you're talking and you think you know something. Yeah. And you go back and like, oh, wait a minute. I messed up. We can reference the square feet that building So we're going to put it all in. So all of you podcasters out there. If you want to find out about something specifically that we said, uh-huh. by the time it's up on the website, I should have a play-by-play of the big questions that we left unanswered. Check it out on bungalore.com. I also told Anna Escamante that I don't know what rhymes with Escamante, so es- it's going to be hard to write a jingle. Eskimotai. Yeah, that, no. no. Anyway, what's happening, Brendan? <laughs> what is happening? I missed you so much. It's been, it's been a busy week. Thank you for covering for me. I got to go down to see the Museum of Ice Cream in Miami. How was that? Amazing. Really? If, if I, I thought it was kind of mind blowing. What's so special about it's it? It's a whole. It's basically a like a just giant multi-use building. I think it used to be like an office building, mid-century modern that's been taken over by this cool pop-up exhibit, and it's all about ice cream and fruit, and it's all about Instagram. Ah. You can take your selfies in front of these really cool installations. There's like a pink banana forest. You swing on a banana swing and take your picture. We posted a couple of the pictures on it, Bungalower's Instagram, at Orlando Bungalower, and you can see it all there. How long is it going to be there? Uh, I think it's almost done. It's oh. almost, and it's sold out. So Melting. if, if it's you the didn't, summer. Get, you, have to, <laughs> you have to buy a ticket. Anyway, that's Miami. We don't really talk about Miami. No, it's great to be back. There's a lot of things happening here in town. One of the biggest stories on Bungalore.com was uh, local philanthropist and art supporter Ford Keen, who owns City Beverages. Yeah, uh, or at least is the CEO now. Chair, I can't remember. I think it's I all know. shifted a we'll little bit. We'll check it on That'll be the first facts. fact check. <laughs> Uh, has donated 
the Rogers building to the city of Orlando. So I saw this headline, and I had no idea what the Rogers building was but until I saw the photo. Until you saw the photo. Yeah, it's the green building downtown. The green building. It's Victorian Yeah. Uh, in style. It has a beautiful like metal exterior to it. Pine and Magnolia. Pine and right Magnolia. Right next to the Harp and Kelt where me and Jim Hobart were last week. Yeah, and it's the current home of Gallery... At Avalon Island, one of the city-led galleries downtown. One yeah. of the two city-led galleries yeah. as part of the downtown arts district. So the so the person who owned it donated it to the city. Yes. Probably Ford for King. a tax write-off or usually that's what happens. I don't I don't want to get too into it, uh-huh. but it I it seems like it was really just from a place of goodness. Okay. That's Ford good. is sick. Uh I don't it's none of my business. Yeah. Uh but he is donating the space to be used for the next at least 20 years as an arts hub. And actually, I didn't know this, but uh, what's his name? Something Rogers, Gordon Rogers, who made the building in 1886. It's one of the oldest buildings downtown. I, it is. Yeah. And it was originally started as an art venue. Really? Dance hall, arts. And so it's just continually being used at that. It's two stories. There's apartments upstairs. And the current... Wait, there's apartments there? The curator... Patrick Green, ah, who just turned 60. 60. And the downtown arts district had a, a 60 guitar band outside to pay tribute to him. No, I missed it too. Oh. I showed up too late. We were at the Cella Tequila Taco opening. Ah. Tacos over friends. Uh, <laughs> and rolled in. And anyway, super interesting. He lives there. He's like a live in curator. Like a hermit. Apparently, he's still allowed to live there under the terms, the current terms. We don't know if they're going to pass uh, stewardship of the building off to someone else like the downtown arts district. All right. So we'll see where that goes. But that's super cool yeah. that people, someone would do that. Valued yeah. over $900,000. Ah. I would say more than that. Oh, I think so. That land's probably worth, I mean, it's a good spot. The land alone. Yeah. That's a very uh, very low estimate on what We should worth. mention, we didn't say this at the beginning, we're actually at Lazy Moon Pizza. We are. That's why there's this raucous crowd around us, and you might hear some music in the background. This is like a satellite UCF location. Yeah, so we're at Lazy Moon on Mills and Colonial, Mills and 50. And the uh, old Cruises Only building. Yeah. Which is the new owner's furniture store. Euro Living. (laughs) You're really what? I actually came into the Euro Living when I first moved here because I needed furniture. And you wanted fancy European furniture. It's expensive, if I remember right. Because it's imported. And then it sat for (laughs) years. Right, because there's nothing expensive. in here. Yeah, and then they opened Lazy Moon, which also took a long time to open. Uh, in all fairness, they were about to open, and they did their last minute expect- inspection, and the fire code person was like, "Oh, by the way, you need sprinklers." Oh, yeah. <laughs> right before they were supposed to open, even though they had been cleared to not have sprinklers. Really, I feel like you need to have sprinklers. Seems like a, a no-brainer, but they, someone told them they didn't need it, so they didn't put it in, and then so that's like. That's a huge chunk of change to put in sprinklers. I'd say tens of thousands oh, probably, of dollars. Yeah. So that delayed them by another couple months. Well, they kill it here, I feel like. I mean, it's I feel always like there's, busy. There's always people here. My favorite thing they about Lazy Moon. Go ahead. First of all, it's open late. They're open to like 2 or 3 in the morning. Uh-huh. And they have $1 PBRs all the time. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal. Like, you know, PBRs are usually like 2 or 3 bucks. I have to say, Lazy Moon is not paying us for this no. glowing endorsement for John. It's very rare you can find dollar PBR Unless you're, anywhere. Did you get a free pizza for this? No, I didn't. No, you just love it. I do. All right. I like I it, do. too. 
I like that the pizza is like the size of my torso. Yeah, and it's I'm good. a big boy. It's good at two in the morning when you're when you're had a few drinks. And chili pizza? Do you have a chili pizza? I haven't had that. I have to be good now so I can't eat the. All right, you can have the salad. But I'll it looks really good. Pizza. You can't make friends with salad. No, can't make friends can't. with salad. <laughs> <laughs> so what else happened, Brendan? Hey, you found the story, Carmine Oddities Boutique. Oh yeah. So uh, I'll, I I know you wrote about it on Bungalower, but I Carmine's did. Oddities Boutique, which is on Orange Blossom Trail, right by Silver Star, right yes. near my house, actually. Uh, they're moving. moving. Or they're trying to move. So so I actually got a little bit more information today. Oh. So uh, Dr. Phillips Charity is is doing some some redeveloping over there of for the West Packing College District. Park. They're making it into the Packing District. So the owner of right? of Carmine Boutique, if you're not familiar, it's kind of a it's a curio shop. It's an oddity shop. They got And it is odd. It is odd. They There's got like skeletons fetuses and, and jars and cockroaches. Cockroaches dried up mummified bat ornaments. Lots of early twentieth century <laughs> medical instruments. Goat headed door boys. Yeah, no, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's a cool place. Actually the owner James is a he's a I want to say Iraq War veteran. Yes, and I don't know. traveled all over the United States collecting this stuff, buying it at shops, and then he opened the shop about four years ago. And back when I worked at the Orlando Sentinel, oh, I did I did the first story on it, one of the first stories at least. I went there, shot video. I think you got the lead from Bungalore.com. I don't know. We'll have to go back and check the dates on that one. <laughs> So I went over there, shot video, got to know him pretty well. And uh, anyway, according to the Facebook post there, because of all this development, I guess their lease wasn't renewed or something. Okay. So they got to move. They got to move. They don't know where they're moving yet. They are out. That's sad that they don't know. I sent them a a message. Uh We work with a lot of people when they're looking for new spaces to rent. I'd love to help them. I uh, hope find we find space. somewhere. It's a cool, weird Super shop. Cool. But until they move, I think January 31st was the last day. They're having some huge sales yeah. on those things, on so those items. So if you need raccoon penis, uh-huh. you if can you get need it there. <laughs> a mummified rattlesnake skeleton, you 80% can get it. off. You can yeah. get it. That's the place to go. Super cool stuff. So, yeah, I hope they find a cool place. And uh, Last time I was there was for... A production of Dracula, Bram Stoker's. Was it in the nude? Was everybody naked? (laughs) (laughs) There was some semi-nudity, though. And there was a splash zone because you'd get blood on you. Cool. Uh, It was amazing. Probably one of the best pieces of theater I've ever seen. They also do taxidermy classes. They do. We just wrote about that. They're doing a rat taxidermy class. I'll be honest, John. I wrote about it because I thought we might get angry clicks. Uh-huh. Nobody cared. No? Nobody cared. Uh, nobody likes rats. No, nobody likes rats. They're yeah. like, all right. There's also a coffee shop in there, too, if you want to go get some coffee in the morning. They also have <laughs> little dance parties at night. I'm sure. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll check up on that. I'll find out from the owner kind of what's happening. I hope he finds a spot. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go see if I can get some last-minute stuff. Uh, I don't know if we talked about hinge closing. Did we? Or maybe you guys did. I think we talked about it when you were I gone. was going. I was sick. Gallivanting. All right. Anyway, it's down the street from Carmine's. They're closing, too. They're, and they're having a huge sale. They are. Over a million items in that shop. It's a, it's a crazy shop over I there. I love it in there. I love it, too. I don't. some table legs. Why, why did they not make it? Hinges. Any idea? Uh, no, they advertise with us a couple times, too. Just, like, too much stuff or, or bad location? Or? I think bad location. Plus, you had to. it was always locked. 
And the fact you could just oh like, yeah walk no in. you had to buzz in yeah it's a little they weird. were always at Renegers they were at Renegers for years that's where they bought their stuff and, and then they moved over there yeah because no, they had a shop at Renegers John I can't hear anymore all these hot college guys keep walking really in here. what's up with Lazy Moon I, being I full of like good looking good well, looking I'm dudes. here Brendan keep your eyes here what are we talking keep about keep your eyes here what <laughs> what else happened uh, I've issued a challenge to Orlando I saw this our buddy Don Price. The Sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. Sexiest Sexton out Sexy there. Host of a recurring segment on here that we're calling Sexton on the Beach. And you'll hear it later. Hear it later this episode. Uh, he found in his heap of things in his office, because people give him crud. <laughs> Someone dies, they're like, I don't know what to do with this. I'll give it to Don Price. So he has sheet music for Orlando's song. There was a competition in the 1970s. Song of Orlando. They crowdsourced this song. Nice. And we have it. He found the sheet music. We posted it on bungalore.com. Anybody get back to you on that? Anyone? Did anybody get back to you on that? Not yet. Okay. Although the chief city planner, uh, Jason Burton, is a musician. Okay. Front man of a band. And I ah. said to Dan, and he said that he's going to send us a video. Do you know who could probably if do you it? you have a video. Do you know Will Benton? I haven't issued the challenge yet. Do you know Will Benton? Let me tell the Okay, go challenge. ahead. I'm sorry. Gosh. Oh, start this episode over. <laughs> if, you, if you are a musician and have access to a smartphone device, please record yourself playing the music and send it in. I'd love to share it. Okay. And if it's super good, I don't even know what the song sounds like because I can't read music. I'm musically illiterate. But didn't maybe didn't we'll play Don it here have on, this, it, on the show? Like playing. That was another thing. Oh, that was a different one. Someone just this weird little fifty-five record that he found 45. in his heap of stuff. Forty-five. It's a forty-five record. I'm I, I'm saying it a metric. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and he just played it, and it was amazing. We were singing about Rosie O'Grady's. So you can see that on our Facebook page. That's a different song. Different song. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought those two were the same song. Different. Song. Okay. It's, All right. Uh, maybe so the sheet music is on bungalower.com. Yes. Play it. Grab Song your of Orlando. Piano or keyboard. Yes. And play it. Get an app on yourself. your phone. I don't care. Like, play it. I want to hear right. it. Record it and send it in, and we'll share it. Well, I was saying Will Benton might be a good person. He runs Favo over at the Faith Arts Village. If you're listening, Will Benton. Yeah. Or if you know Will. Send it on over. Yeah. He, he's an organist, so he, he can play. An organist? Yeah. I dated one of those. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and he just walked through the. He just walked in the lazy moon. <laughs> Any organists in here? <laughs> Foxtail is opening their farmhouse edition. When are they opening that? February 10th. So that's just like more space to sit? Yeah, kind of, but it's open later. So like the Foxtail will close at like 8. All right, and but I the think farmhouse, farmhouse after dark yeah. stays open. <laughs> are they trying to compete with Austin's Coffee? Or with themselves. They well, need so more wait, space to build out into there. How late are we talking? I don't know. Uh, That'll be in our alternative fact check okay. section. <laughs> is it just right next to where the the foxtail is on? Yes, on Orange directly there? next to it. Winter Park. Yes, they have like no seating in there. By the way, hence they the, have like four seats in there, and it's always the same dudes sitting in there. On I their went phones. in there one time to have a meeting because I'd never been there, and yeah. I walked in. Rookie and mistake. Every single. <laughs> Seat was taken, all two That's of them. That's why everybody's sitting out on the fake grass in front of the oatmeal uh-huh. restaurant. That's the only place to sit. I sat at that little tiny bar they have, and like the Ugh. like the by the bathrooms, no, by the alley. Never, never. So this is cool. Check it out. What was there before? You like Foxtel? No, it was just empty. 
Oh. Yeah. That whole All place right. was like renovated and segmented into little retail parcels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it used to be a car auto shop. Ah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What else is happening? There's Royal Tea, Bubble Tea. I just sleuthed this out the other day. Yeah, I saw this. The old smoke shop next to King Bao. They moved out and into that dentist place right on the corner of Mills and 50. Okay. So leaving behind this really cool old storefront. Right next to where Rhapsodic used to be. Yes. All right. King Bao. Where King Bao is now. Uh, And I noticed some things happening in there. So you went into smoking things? Hashtag window peeping. (laughs) And I uh, sleuthed it out in the permitting department and came up with Royal Tea Bubble Tea. And it's the first American location of this Vietnamese bubble tea chain coming here, which is crazy because there's already another out-of-town bubble tea chain opening up just around the corner. Another one? Yeah, closer to Snap. Because there's one called the Chewy is there. The Chewy. So it's going to be like peak bubble tea. It's a lot of bubble tea. People, Mark Bertelli said this on WMFE the other day. When Orlando goes hard, they like when they get into something, they go hard. (laughs) They go for it. Tacos are the thing. We're experiencing the taco wave right now. But if it's good tacos, why not? And actually, speaking of tacos, I was just having this conversation with the owner of Tin and Taco because he's opening a new location in Soto. Yeah, we sort of gla- we sort of talked about this last week. We didn't have very oh, okay. very many details. Well, there weren't many out there. Yeah, we just made them up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in the Kimchi Korean Grill space. I, saw this. I have no idea where on that Michigan. is. On Michigan? I guess a lot of people loved it, so they're a little sad to see it go... They're going to have a fryer so they can do churros and their own chips. They're going to have, they're doing brisket. I just tried their brisket and it blew my mind. Wow. Best brisket I have ever had. Wow. Brisket taco. It was just, it was rich. It was just decadent. Just a decadent, amazing taco. I'm really proud of them. I went to Reyes the other day and had a really good taco. Ooh, I love Reyes. I, I, I'll be honest. The first time I went, I wasn't impressed. Is that with me and No, we well, second crickets? time I went. It's when I really ate. All right. So I, I ate there one time. Did you time. get embarrassed to eat in front of me? No, I just wasn't hungry that day. Oh, okay. I actually had a salad. <laughs> Always so eat before really a fair. date, John. That's true. So I had a salad the time I went, and I was oh. like, oh, it's all right. But yeah, then I had a salad. I know. I know. I just wasn't feeling it. I think I had tacos the night before. Okay. So then I had tacos last time I went. Shrimp tacos. They were amazing. Good stuff. So I'm a fan. Good story, John. No, no problem. <laughs> it's my glowing endorsement for Reyes. Uh, actually, and then, actually, that wasn't who I was talking about tacos with. I was talking with uh, Joey from Gnarly Barley. Uh-huh. Because they're opening a new kind of... It's not really a gnarly barley location, but they're doing a new concept in Thornton Park, which I haven't written about yet. And everything in there is about it's going to be grab and go and handheld. Uh, so keep an eye on our website next week. We should be writing about that more. And we were talking about the peak taco, just in case I get a call from Tina Taco. He's like, too many tacos. That wasn't me. You're a liar. There's a lot of tacos. I can't keep I it straight. I kind of want peak meatloaf. I love meatloaf. Peak you know meatloaf. that? I think somebody should make little ah. tiny artisan meatloafs. Have you had that meatloaf sandwich at Seven Bites? I have not. I always get it there. Is it good? It's amazing. I like when I see meatloaf on a menu, I usually get it. I just think it's, you don't see it a Sourdough lot. Sourdough bread. All of it. No, meatloaf, I like meatloaf. I wish potatoes. somebody would do meatloaf like they do cupcakes. Like cupcakes got to be like a thing. Yeah. I want that for, for meatloaf. Little tiny meatloafs. Do you like meatballs? 
I do. Yeah. But I think I like meatloaf better. All right. Anyway. Meatball on a stick? Yeah, I Meat guess. Meatloaf on a stick? Yeah. I would eat it. <laughs> Carabama? What Carabama? Carabama? Barbecue. That's a food truck. They're opening a little space in North Quarter Market. Oh, my favorite be. place. They're <laughs> going to have a sign there? Yes. <laughs> on February 2nd uh, in the North Quarter. I don't know what you were talking about last episode. They've always had a sign there. Where? They've always Credo had a sign. Credo hasn't there. always had a sign yes. there. No, no, they haven't. Because they weren't allowed. Credo in Church Street Exchange. God, another gorgeous man just walked in here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you're looking for a life partner, future ex-husband. Come to Lazy, Lazy Moon. Lazy Moon. Yeah. And, I'm, and also, ladies, if your husband's going to pick up your pizza, don't let him go. <laughs> don't let him go by yourself. You hide your husband. Because <laughs> this is a thirsty place. Uh-huh. Lazy Moon is and thirsty. And PBRs are a dollar. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even had a drink. Yeah. Woo. got to fan myself with my notes here. <laughs> anyway, let's talk. There's, we we have, only have we a have couple three more minutes. minutes. We can talk about signage if you want. No. <laughs> I was going to. We have a few big stories to talk about. We're going to have to come we'll back break, after we'll the break. We'll do them after the break. Uh Junior League of Orlando is closing their bargain box oh. in Ivanhoe Village. And it was a little thrift store that they were operating. And the proceeds would go to supporting their efforts to teach women how to be What does the, the Junior League do? I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. Like, I really like don't coaching know. Coaching women in the professional circuit. Right. Like how, right. to, how to be executives and business women. What about the woman who used to run the thrift shop next door to that? Bob, Bob, <laughs> the mayor of Ivanhoe. <laughs> she still have a shop or not? Uh, it's not here. It's somewhere else. Okay. She travels a lot now. She's. I bought a, a table from her one time. She's a gypsy. Yeah, I bought a table from her. Me, me and Bob, we're good friends. Scotty, my your sometimes replacement, uh-huh. my sometimes co-host, has done a couple plays with her. She, she she's always at Orlando Fringe in a little tent. Yeah, out in the green. She's a she's a character. She is a character. She gets really stressed out. Uh, I guess that's it, right? Oh, well, we got a minute. What else you got? Nothing. Okay. We're doing a pop up. Oh, keep your ears open. We're doing a. Uh, this is we haven't signed it yet, but it's happening in March. We're working with El Himador Tequila. We're doing a two month long margarita pop up bar. Wow, on Church Street. Pay attention. We'll be telling you more about it in When's the coming it weeks. March, early March. Early March. Yes. Like all kinds of margaritas or just like one margarita? No, it'll be multiple margaritas with our friends at Wall Street serving it up. Uh, you know, I want to open a bar where you just have two drinks. That'd be, that just sounds beer delicious. And that's it. I love all those things. No other things. <laughs> and so there's just like nothing else on the menu. We're, we're working on a food partner <laughs> who hasn't signed it yet, so I can't say it out loud. But Is it tacos? It's tacos. Yes. And they're hungry. All right. <laughs> so we'll be back after the break. Back to Bungalore on the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustin. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com, your source for hyper-local news. And we are at Lazy Moon Pizza on Mills and Colonial. And it it's popping. It's popping like my lip chap up in here. During that break, I had a big slice of pizza. I did. I had a caprese salad. I drank uh, I had a salad as well. You j- yeah, because we're salad hungry. buddies. I'm a growing boy, Brendan. Salad buddies. And I had a PBR. 
And, and I got a sangria. Uh, talk football. Let's talk football. Sports ball, if you will. So this weekend is the Pro Bowl. Are you going, Brendan? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind don't of the, the all-star game of football, of NFL. Like a runway show? No. No, no, no. No? no? Like RuPaul's Drag Race Not, All-Stars? None is of that. Happen? None of that. No? So it's it's the all-star game. So it's the... The, the, the best players in the NFL, except for the ones that are playing in the Super Bowl and the ones that don't want to come here, <laughs> are, All right. are playing in this game. It used to be in Hawaii. Sounds for, exciting. For years and years and years, it was in Hawaii. And then Orlando got it last year. And last year it rained during the Pro Bowl. Oh, no. And I think it might rain this year no. during the Pro Bowl. Well, we need rain. True, but not. <laughs> the whole, but like this is a big game. Oh, that's hey, what happens when you're lazy out of, doing this live. <laughs> they don't like it raining either. No. So anyway, the Pro Bowl is at Camping World Stadium this Sunday, I believe, and uh, it, it's it's usually draws sixty thousand people. That's how many people came last year, according to the NFL. Okay, I believe them. I guess. I mean, I, have you seen the buzz around town? No. I haven't seen a lot of buzz around I town. know there's a Pro Bowl pop-up shop on yeah. Church Street somewhere. They, they do a lot of stuff at Disney, at ESPN Wide World of Sports, all the sort of fan experience stuff. But downtown, they haven't really done a whole lot, unlike when the NFL, excuse me, the NBA All-Star Game was here in like 20... 12, 13, I don't remember. I don't even, nobody could see me nodding, like I'm nodding yeah. with you, like I know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. But even when the the WWE WrestleMania was here, uh-huh. they had stuff all over. Well, and that's interesting, because aren't they behind this resurgence? They are, this is a good segue, Brendan. The XFL, Vince McMahon, Extreme who runs football. the WWE, which also has its performance center here in Orange County. They are talking, and not talking now, they're going to bring back the XFL. And Orlando has expressed interest. Yes. End quote. So the XFL, if you're not familiar, back in 2001, there was a, a league that Vince McMahon started. It was sort of an alternative football league. It's like extreme football. Yeah, yeah. Two-hour games. Yeah, it was quicker, faster. Get her done. The the. The cheerleaders were in skimpier outfits. And oh, really? So, oh, yeah, sort of bringing the <laughs> the idea of WWE That's to football. So and it was played, if I remember right. I was I was 18, I think, at the time. I think it was played in the summer, so it was like the, the off-season of football season. Okay. And it completely flopped. Had one season. Had one and then season. It, then it ended. So they're talking about bringing it back. Bringing it back. I, I, I am hearing, John. So this Orlando before unconfirmed. I, before I go too far. Orlando had a team. They did. The Orlando Rage. They were called, which is kind of an interesting. And they played <laughs> at the Citrus Bowl at the time. Okay, I I didn't live here. You didn't live here. No, but I've seen photos. It looked like people loved it. Okay, so what are you hearing? Yeah, is it gonna is it gonna come here? I'm we hearing a trademark has been filed uh-huh. for the Orlando team. Unconfirmed. We haven't had a chance to look that up. That happened. We just got some. Texts, some tweets from our little birds out in the in the ether before we started recording. Uh, we will look that up. I th- I'd be surprised if they didn't pick Orlando because we have a stadium, a nice stadium. Now that they put hundreds of millions of dollars of renovations in, they say if it starts 2020, 2020 is when they're expecting it to kick off. Most of the year, I mean, they have games, they have events. But We're missing the Predators. Predators they're left. There, they folded. They did. 
and the soccer team doesn't play there no more. They got their own stadium, so why not? You can't have monster truck rallies every weekend. I wish, but they don't. But they don't. So, so we'll see what happens with that. I say bring it on, yo. Bring on the XFL. Just up the street from there is uh, Griffin Park. Have you been following this debacle? So I, I, I sort of saw this video first on Facebook, and okay. I, I sort of ignored it, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, I should probably watch that. And it's very well done. So it's a Huffington Post story. Huffington Post. Beautiful production values. Very much so. Even their photos are gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, went came and profiled Griffin Park, which is this little subdivision. I'm sure you've seen it if you've gone by on inter- on the interstate on the western side yeah. of I-4. Right where 408 and I-4 hit. It's literally like a bowl within this interstate. bowl. <laughs> That's how it's been described. Like a kidney-shaped bowl? Yeah. That's like if I was trying to sculpt a bowl. This is what well, it would look, look like. From above, it looks like a kidney. And it's uh, it's a HUD project, and apparently, it's you you are going to get asthma there if you live there. You oh, get asthma. I mean, think of all the cars that drive there. I mean, yeah. I mean that's where all the all no the trees, you know, car emissions just so sort this of collect. Is national news, and I believe in the some of the shares that I've seen, like from planning blogs and like the top things that we're following to see like what's happening in the industry. What they were saying was like Orlando killing their citizens with oh, yeah. poor planning. I don't, I don't know who. I mean, I, I don't know. They built, they must have built around that though, right? Because the 408 newer than that development. I don't. I feel like it was an open space that the county got cheap for a HUD project and they filled it in. Really? I think so. But I mean, when was the 408 put in? Do you know? I don't know. I don't either. That seems like another alternative fact checking. Because if list. it was just I four. There'd be no reason for an interview. You can check it out. We shared it in our top 10 things roundup. You can read it yourself. Uh, it's definitely worth a look. It's worth a look. It's it's what we study in city planning school. It's what they call environmental racism uh-huh. in the sense that you're segregating people by race and then reinforcing it with the way that you build their physical environment uh-huh. um, and physically surrounding a low-income project subsidized by the federal government with something that's detrimental to their health is crazy. Yeah. And I know the city doesn't own it. And their response, which we posted on the website, says that they don't own it. You know, they, they also agree, yes, this is awful. But what can we do? It's not in the city limits. And it's run by a federal program. Uh-huh. Life. But you know what? You could do something, and you could work with them to fix it. I don't know what to do to fix it other than shut it down because people shouldn't be living there because it's making them sick. No. Right? Do you think there'd be a problem if you move people out, though? Do you think people would just be like, I don't want to leave? Where can you go? Right? And it's, well, there's, you place, can't say, I mean, there's places to yes, go. Yes, they're building affordable housing units in Paramore. But I'm saying you just, I mean, if you were to move those people, do you think there'd be people that say, oh, I don't, I don't, I like it here. I don't want to go. Maybe. Yeah. But I think... If it was nice and in a nice spot, then who cares? Yeah. Right? It is it's it is literally killing people. Uh-huh. And there's that's a, not okay. There's a... I know I always bring up where I grew up, but there's an area in Detroit, same thing. All these factories were there, and they just, like, they thought natural capitalism would be like, well, why would anybody want to live by factories? Well, these people were like, well, we can't go anywhere. No. And now they're just, like, stuck, and now they don't, now they don't want to go. And I think also you kind of trust that... Someone would step in at some point. If it's that bad, we wouldn't be allowed to live here. No. Right? Nobody's stepping in. Uh-uh. No. Because it's, 
again, capitalism. It's a fascinating story. It is fascinating. Check it out. We could talk about it this whole time. I also have already gotten too passionate. I'm sure I'm already going to get an email. <laughs> I always get. There's always one thing I say that gets me an email on this show. This will be it. Uh, coming up, since we're talking about neighborhoods, the Neighborhood Summit. Mayor Buddy's Neighborhood Summit is What's on. What's all that about? I always see the events on Facebook. It's a like a conference for all of the local it's community like a gang, it's agencies. Like a gang war. Yeah. We all show up in our colors. Community centers. Everybody gets together and you all chat and get to network and schmooze. I think College Park could beat up Ivanhoe. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's very true. Bring it on, <laughs> Ivanhoe. Nobody. Oh, those Ivan hoodlums. That's right. right. <laughs> I want that on a hoodie. <laughs> uh, we are going to be there. Bungalore is going to be there tabling. When is it? February 10th. Where is it? the Lowe's Royal Pacific. Oh. And there's speaker panels. And it's all about like knowing how to plug into your city what who is there to support you doing your thing organizational so wait, only, only city city or organizations no city this is oh, city specific the county i can't come right <laughs> sorry i'll be there you can come hang out with me all right all, all right. right why is it at lowe's where's that like by by universal universal no interesting they have like fun little tiki places there <laughs> Uh, there's a private art collection on display at the Orlando Museum of Art that for their just went up State today, of Excellence. Right? And it's, uh, yeah, today was the opening. I should have been there this morning. Who knows if I actually went? Because <laughs> we're recording this on Thursday and I can't see in the future. Uh, it's called State of Excellence and it's pieces from private art collections from across the country. And it's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. I got have you seen, seen it? I've seen you some, saw of the, some photos. I saw some photos of what's going to be up. And it's remarkable, like million-dollar pieces. I like the idea that they were hanging over someone's uh, mantelpiece yeah. or million-dollar pool. And I want to see them. So you, we can go see them in Oma. they're all Florida, aren't they? They're not from the, all across the United States. I thought oh, that's like right. Florida no, it's treasures. Florida specific. It is. I messed that up. Woo! Right. Fact-checked I fact-checked. I real-time fact-checked Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the, our latest episode of the Orlando Food Truck Guide is up. And out there, and it's all about the Little Blue Donut Co. Have you seen Little Blue Donut Company? Aren't they opening a shop? They are in Winter Park, but they're I, I, also keeping their truck. I, so the shop has the sign up. I, I passed it the other day. All right. It's in the old scratch kitchen space. Yeah, that's a tough place to park. Next to Rollins College. I said this when they were going to open. It's a hard. It's just a hard place to park right there. It's worth it for donuts. Maybe. People do what they I must. Hope so. I, I guarantee their Farmer's Market Day, Winter Park Farmer's Market Day, will be their busiest. Because you it's park, kind of around the get block, your plants, though, right? grab some donuts. Worth it, man. All right. Extra steps. I get your they, steps I in. I hope they do well. Uh, we're going to have to take a quick little break here because our friend Don Price Sexton of Greenwood Cemetery is about to give us a little history lesson. Welcome to another episode of Sexton on the Beach with Don Price. The Sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. John, what are we here to talk about today? I, we figured we'd talk about an Orlando hero today. Let's talk a little bit about Joe Kittinger. I cussing love Joe Kittinger. Uh, he, I mean, this was, he was a, a bad... Mama Jama. Jama yeah, m- bad, before bad Mama Jamas were there. All right. I mean, this guy in 1960 took a balloon up to space. To space? To space. A balloon. A balloon. And jumped out. Jump, not pushed out, because you'd have to push me out. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. And not only did he do it, he shouldn't have done it. He had a hole in his suit 
Yep. So the pressure was off, and his hand swelled oh. to like. Oh, and he More knew this. He swelled. knew this before he jumped. Right. And, and, and he should have said, hey, hey my hand's going to explode. Out, guys. I can't do this. And he didn't. He didn't. Because he's the bad mama jama. Mama jama. And he's, he, he's from Orlando. And a lot of people, you know, don't realize that in the good old days in Orlando in the 70s, he was the guy that flew the Church Street Station uh, airplane that did all the drawings and, the, you know, the sky riding and right. all. You know, he did a... a you hung out with Bob Snow. Bob Snow. Did balloon guys. stuff. Did yep. you know, this is, I'm stealing your story oh, time, no, steal John. It, steal it, That they were, Bob Snow and Joe Kittinger went up on a balloon, and they were going on a trip, and they got blown off course from a storm, just like the Wizard of Oz, and ended up in northern Quebec. <laughs> Crash landed into a bush. Inuit people had to rescue them and fly them back. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. But you know what? What are friends for like that? That's, I mean... Best friends, Bob Snow, Joe Kittinger. And then, you know, even Kittinger was the first person in a, in a balloon to circle the world. Amazing. Amazing. He was a, uh, he served in Vietnam. Yes. And he was a prisoner of war. And his plane, the very plane he flew in Vietnam, is at his park that you can see driving down the forest. It's his exact plane. His fi- That's his exact fighter plane? They did not know until they were restoring it, and they ran the numbers, and that was the exact plane he flew in Vietnam. Joe Kittinger Park. Joe Kittinger jumped out of a balloon in space. Thank you, Don Price. Another amazing episode of Sexton on the Beach. (laughs) Oh, that Don Price. He's so good. That Don Price. Thank you so much for schooling us with your brain. Yeah. Sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. (laughs) Uh, I think before we get into events, I'd like to talk about some of the things we're working on. What are you working on? Behind the scenes. I saw something today that Tartan Place is opening. Or open. What? The one in College Park. Oh, Tartine. One. Tartine. I thought, I was thinking kilts. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll I was go there. like a Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine? <laughs> is that what you think? Maybe. Uh, Tartine. Yeah, that's the, the old uh, croissant gourmet replacement. They, they are open. And I haven't been there yet. It looks nice. You need to go take some On pics. the outside. Uh, we're also working on a story about Garp and Fuss. What's this? It's a super cool new place at Winter Park. Uh, you know, if you're going to the what's the olive shop, olive oil shop? I don't even know. And Winter Park, <laughs> it's like tucked away behind the the Park Avenue stores. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And you Ancient go down olive. this funky little alleyway, and it is this beautiful wooden interior, like old greenhouse kind of a setup. And run by these two girls. They're super awesome. It's soft opening on Tuesday. What do they sell? What do they do? Just soups. It's just like regular oh, Americana. Soups? No, like American cuisine. American, American cuisine. Oh, okay. It's food. It's We're gonna, we'll post a picture up online. You can Was see Was there anything that. there before? Another restaurant, which I had never noticed before. Uh, so we'll have the whole story okay. up on Bungalore. Check all it right, out. I want to check it out. Again, we're working on it, John. We're working on I'll it. All you hey, I'll get you the I'm deets later. I'm working on it here. Uh, the Pinera Bread Space on Eola. We've What's heard going some there? rumors. What's the rumor? Uh, the rumor is that it's going away. Well, I, well, the Panera already went away. Uh, that the building's going really? away. Really? But I can't say too much, but we're looking into it. Okay. Hashtag, we're working Are on it. Are they going to put a Buffalo Wild Wings there? I, <laughs> I can't tell you. Because I'm hashtag working on it. Okay, okay. working on it. Uh, we just got the HQ2 bid. 
all the paperwork, everybody's circulating it. We talked about this last week. Amazon, Amazon. Orlando tried to get an Amazon headquarters. Amazon hated us. They don't want to come here. No, they hate a lot of places. So that to place be fair. is not up to par. Up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they, didn't, said, they didn't choose We didn't Orlando. want you anyway. So you got to you. Uh, they released the bid that they sent, mm-hmm. the bid package they sent to Amazon, which I asked for months ago, and they said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." When I say they, I, Orlando Economic, Economic Partnership, who I love. Yeah, I love Orlando. This uh-huh. is cool. It's great that they just released it. Uh, we shared the link to their bid paperwork. What that bid was how long, on our how Facebook big is page. The paper? How many pages is that? It's massive. Yeah, massive, many PDFs. It's like <laughs> broken down by uh, districts, and zones well, of Orlando metro area. You only had a chance to glance at it, right? I did before we started recording. But so, but did everybody else has written you? about it. Uh, yeah, tax incentives. Uh, uh, what locations they thought were like right, like ripe for development. Uh-huh. That's interesting because that'll apply for other people if they want to move into. Yeah, yeah. We um, talked about this last week. I think whatever they do, now they have that like packet. Right. So if anybody else wants to come here, boom, just just erase Amazon. <laughs> so we've shared that on our Facebook page. But what I am more interested in is seeing how we can change that bid and and maybe use it to support what Miami is trying to do because they're still in the running. Yeah, that's your that's your plan. You want you want to like tag team with Miami, right? Orlando doesn't benefit if they move to Toronto. True. But if they're in Miami and Brightline and Hyperloop happen, true. Right. They gotta fly in somewhere. And they're all gonna be coming here. So let's let's get them set up. Uh-huh. Space industry, Orlando tourism. There you go. Not a bad Amazon. idea. We all benefit. So that's we should be looking into that. I'm hashtag working on it. Uh, guest House. The owner of Guest House is opening a sister bar. Ashley? Mm-hmm. Does she own that? Bumped into Ashley Dishman. Uh-huh. The Dish. He used to own Barbecue Bar. Now owns the Guest House with, uh, oh, I'm forgetting I, his I, name. I can't remember his name either. Super nice guy. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> he's going to get mad at me because I can't remember. <laughs> uh, they're opening a sister bar. I'm not going to tell you where because we're going to write heck? about it next week. What the heck? That's what we do. This is why people listen. This is in the hashtag working scooped. on it. You're going to get scooped. scooped. They can't. I got all this info. I got it all. You think you're the only one? I got, I'm got. i the only one with this she info. She knows it. Mm, she, she told me. It's just for me. All right. And I'm going to get it up. Is it in Mills 50? Over the weekend. We'll come look for it on Monday. Is it in Mills 50? I'm not going to tell nobody. Really? Nobody. All right. So look for that. Sid Mills 50. Let's go into events. (laughs) We got some events, John. What do we got? Uh, Vietnamese New Year, Saturday, tomorrow, 10 to 5 at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. You ever been to that? They do that every year. Yeah. Have you been? Yeah, I like it. Really? What do they do? Uh, Celebrate Vietnamese. Like like how? I've never been. No. (laughs) I've just gone to the one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You ever go to the flea market at the Central Florida Fairgrounds? Yes. It's amazing. Have you been to Repticon? No. The reptile convention? I went to a gun show there one time. Oh, that's awful. I had to. For work? Yep. Mm. Yeah. Gasparilla Pirate Fest? In Tampa? In Tampa. Oh, that's that's this weekend. Who's playing? Who's this big, weekend. Who's a big act, you Who know? Who cares? You just go dressed up. I go, I go dressed up as a man version of Ariel <laughs> and wear some short shorts. Yeah? Short shorts and a red wig. It's just a merman, right? It's a merman. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't with a beard. Could be the dad? Mary, no, because he's a ginger. Oh, I wear the wig and everything. Oh, okay. And I carry a little like stuffed uh, stuffed fish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. 
Aww. Makes me want to jump in the ocean. Trevor, Trevor, know what's coming to town? Really? Joshua Johnson? Johnson's here. Who's that? He is the host of. I don't know why I brought that up. I mean, I heard him today. He's I don't the host know of John. 1A, uh, NPR show. Oh. Plays from 10 to noon. Actually, Dwayne Bevel from the Orlando Sentinel was his guest today. I don't know who any of these people are. Dwayne covers theme parks for the uh, Orlando Sentinel. How boring. It's a national show. Uh. Whatever. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Yoga at the Manello Sculpture Garden. Ah. Sunday, uh, 9 to 10. So one hour. Go stretch it out. A uh, week after, they just had that big dog thing there at the same garden. Is that last week? <laughs> Bring a hose. <laughs> yeah, watch where you step. Yeah, watch where you step. Watch where you do your downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's rained. Uh, that's what your mat's for. Bad Azuz's Sandwich Deli uh-huh. is having their anniversary party at 11 o'clock. It's going to be really good prices on some amazing sandwiches. Cool. Love Fest in Mills 50. Uh, actually, right in front of Quantum Leap. Is happening. It's like a music, art, food festival, street in the street, 11 to 5. Uh, I would ask you not to pee in my yard after. Oh, yeah, you're nearby there. I live very close I won't tell people where, though. They already know because I talk about it every episode. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> Public. Monday, there's a conversation on justice with the Valencia Peace and Justice Initiative at Valencia. It's 11 a.m. Hammered Lamb is having their anniversary. Yeah. What if I have to go to work? This is, this is justice. You can talk okay. about it. All right. Skype I'll take the day off. Henry uh, Lamb is having their anniversary party at 4 p.m. on Monday, five years. And Joe Biden's in town. All right. That's all we got time for, Brendan. Good. I'm exhausted. All right. We'll see you guys next Later. Week. Thanks again to Lazy Moon for having Later, us. Guys.